Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning, friends. So, uh, this is a podcast, and what do we call it? We call it Why Does This Thing Exist? Brackets. Podcast. Close brackets. And when do we call it? <laughs> now. Now. That's right. How are you, Simon, anyway? I'm good. How are you? Um, I have had another doctor's visit recently. Oh, um, God, you're a fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> First uh, groinal story of uh, 2024. Now, regular listeners will know I have ongoing issues with my nether regions. I have to go to doctors again. Now, mm. I'm going to show you, everyone, you, Simon, and everyone else, that my uh, hygiene downstairs is, is immaculate, absolutely immaculate, because, obviously... Had issues there, and I don't want it to happen again. Like people have just crashed are oh, the safest drivers. But go to the doctors again. And you know, when you go to the dentist, even though you know you always brush your teeth, you brush it extra hard for you to go. And it bleeds, yeah. Yeah, sort of did that. Um, so, sort of like, like I, I, I can't inflict another poor doctor. So, a proper good old scrubbing downstairs to the point of almost that didn't take skin off, but almost, <laughs> almost, you know, really, really awful. Really, a lot of really sore. Uh, so I went to the doctor's um, nasal swab. Didn't have to do anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I just took the skin off my nethers for no reason. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. What type of testicular complaint have you got where they're taking swabs from your nose, Dean? It wasn't even for that. It was just like... Oh, you, know, right. uh, you, just, you just prepare for the doctor. Yeah, it's, like it's literally just habit at this point. I just assumed I would get my nuts out. <laughs> so... <laughs> so. Yeah, nothing, nothing to do that at all. So, um, oh, well, it's good to be clean. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> silver lining, I suppose. Yeah. Very painful silver lining. <laughs> good times. Good times. Uh, what are you going to show me this week, Dean? And uh, please don't say your balls. <laughs> um, I'm going to show you something, Simon, which I know that you are very familiar with. Ooh! Screen right now. Is it my balls? <laughs> if there is, I don't know where I got this picture from, but uh, no, it's not. It's not. Um, this is a picture uh, I'm going to show you. Ah, yes, it's a fruit machine. It's a fruit machine. Beautiful fruit machine. Specifically, it's a deal or no deal fruit machine. Yes, I remember those. I have seen you play this or some variation of it uh, many, many times. Because uh, yes. Simon is uh, a fan of the fruit machines when we go to the pub. I have absolutely no interest in that. So. Many uh, an hour we whiled away as I've just stood there, uh, stood there staring at you, putting pounds into these things, doing that weird fruit machine witchcraft that people of your sort can do, and I'm just utterly baffled by. Um, you know, but I, I understand fruit machines, so it's a, it's a bit of flutter, it's a bit of a gamble. I know why that's in pubs, I get it. My question is, for many, for several years, um, every single pub in Cardiff had a deal or no deal fruit machine. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that was, or whether it remains the case, or a national thing, or was it just a Cardiff thing? Do we know? I, I, I don't know why that one more than anything, because, all right, it was a, a popular show, hmm. but so is The Chase, or Pointless, yeah. and I never saw any of those. No. There's something about Noel. Yeah. He's very good at um, monetizing his work, isn't he? Yes, he's, he's, he's almost like his, his main superpower in life. He can mm. present himself as a marketable commodity. I mean, you can react to however you like. But um, it's also, you know, he's, fruit machines, 
can have any theme, surely. Like I've seen them with like oh, Egyptian themes or Viking yeah. themes and stuff like that. So the idea that <laughs> let's take okay, they are fruit machines. You got fruit themes, fruit and colourful lights and mm. and balls and whistles and bells and noises. And so many people just thought, you know what would really elevate this format? <laughs> many pictures of Noel Edmonds. <laughs> 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 and enough people went, yeah, yeah, but only in Cardiff. <laughs> oh, I've uh, seen them everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so oh, they yeah, are yeah, they, yeah. just been outside Cardiff. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. They they exist outside Cardiff. Well, they used to. They don't anymore. And I'll get to that in a minute. Mm. But the the fruit dean is secondary. I would say it goes as far as being utterly unimportant on a fruit machine. The fruit, oh, totally. Yeah, it's not the aim of the game. Really, you want to get on the board, and then on the board. What was good about these deal or door deal machines was they added another layer, which was essentially you just got to play deal or no deal. Right. Okay. That makes more sense. So that was like what would be the super board on other bandits. But it was good because deal or door deal was popular enough where everybody knew what it was. And it's a good, it's a, it is, a, it's a, the game itself is a form of gambling, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Charlie Brook has a whole um, spiel about it. It's in like no. If, the whole show in, in this country at least depends on Noel because it's it's all the game exists in his head about mm. strategy and tactics. It's just pure pure random chance, but he sort of makes it look like there's some sort of grand plan about it. Yeah. Also, there's the banker, of course, which obviously adds an element of bluff and whatnot. There's some other guy presented it now in in real life. Is it? It's not Noel anymore. Long. Yeah, who is it now? I'll tell you now. It's um, oh Stephen Mulhern from um, the all the Saturdays. Shows Anton Dex, okay. mate. Do you know him? I probably won't know if I saw him, yeah, but I don't, yeah, don't you know him. Stephen Mulhern, he's he's one of TV's biggest stars, Steve. You know him, Stephen Mulhern. Good lord, yeah, Stephen Mulhern. How do you, Stephen Mulhern? Stephen Mulhern, you know him, Dean. Stephen Mulhern, come on, Stephen Mulhern. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying the name over and over again doesn't really help. Stephen Mulhern, Dean, you know him. Okay, I just brought a picture of him, and he's got the, the, he's got that face. I'm like, yep. That, if you told me he was a combination of Ant and Deck, I wouldn't be. Well, <laughs> he is. Be. He is. Thing. He's AI. <laughs> yeah, he could be. I mean, I wouldn't have. Put, he does look like a, like like Ant and Deck stepped into the teleporter, and out yeah. the end came this guy. Yeah, Brendel Mulhern. Hmm. <laughs> but he's not bad. He's he's pretty good. He's I'd sure say he he's, yeah. he's better than bloody Noel Edmonds. Well, he's been created in a lab, present TV. Of course, he's good. Stephen Mulhern. Stephen Mulhern. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes. Anyway. So um, you get you get the old uh, gambling there. And what this machine, in specifics of this machine, was doing that when you got to the Super Bowl to actually play the Lawn Ordeal, you were guaranteed eight pounds. Oh, okay. And that's where the the gambling begins. First okay. off, that would always be seven pounds and something, which would round up to eight. Mm. And uh, then you would have to decide whether you wanted to take your eight. Or carry on and play deal or no deal. Very exciting okay. machine, Dean. Probably one of the most exciting machines that is in Cardiff, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not a high bar to clear, but yes, it yeah. is. Uh, the machine that makes the roof in the Millennium Stadium close and shut. Um, mm. The machine that pumps milk throughout Mark Drakeford's body. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's Good one. machine, that. Yeah. Sturdy, sturdy. Sturdy, milky, powerful machine. And of course, rule of three, the third best machine in Cardiff is my 
anus. <laughs> One of the God's machines, I believe they call God's, it. God's, that's what they call it, actually, the God machine. Yeah, when they come and celebrate around it. I think people don't live in Cardiff, what they don't realise is when the Millennium Stadium roof comes off, you know, it, 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 it retracts like that. If you're over the right to the centre of the stadium, and you went right down the middle of the pitch or the ground there, yeah. there's a little blue thing that says 1P. So yes. That's it, yeah. yeah. A massive box. Yeah, you just hear ringing for days because nobody knows how to answer the phone to the banker. <laughs> you can't find it. There's yeah. like 70,000 seats there. Yeah. Any one of those places. Uh, uh, Noel Edmonds House Party. Uh, no, deal or no deal. Hmm. We know some people, you know them more than I do, I suppose, that um, have worked on that. Yes, I know. It, actually, it was sort of like almost like the, the rotating job for local stand-up comics to be the warm-up person on Dino you know, because they filmed in Bristol and they filmed like like six episodes a day and it was decent money I hear but absolutely dreadful gig to have because you know you've seen the audience of no deal or no deal there um it's, it's not a comedy audience they are no, usually no. very serious some, crew. Yeah sometimes hangover students sometimes pensioners will be bust in for the day <laughs> don't gel very well and they're not there to be made to laugh by a increasingly desperate Welshman. <laughs> they yes. are actually a, I know, they're there to watch Noel and Noel do his, do his thing. Uh, yeah. So, yes, I've heard many anecdotes about Noel and his antics, which I I won't repeat here because they're not my story to tell. They may be mm. part of someone's set somewhere. So, that's, that's, that's what I mean. Let's let them keep that for themselves. Yeah. But I imagine warming up for the Lone No Deal is like being a support act for Morrissey. Isn't it? You've got <laughs> yes. just a crew of hardcore fans that just want to see that. They don't care about the support band. No, no, never have, never will. Never have, never will. No, and they have views. <laughs> oh, they've got some views in the Dino Deal audience. Oh, it's like a clan rally, essentially. Yeah. Number one, bring back hanging. Number two, <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go back to shillings and pence. Number three, everybody should be allowed to do whatever they want at all times. <laughs> marked Four. contrast to rules one and two but they still believe it for national service but not for me hey going back to the uh, fruit machines so Dean mm. this one here this classic fruit machine like the ones I used to love playing you can't find them anymore all the pubs in Cardiff now pretty much mm. I've got these new electronic ones where they're uh, like multiple games on it oh the smart no cogs yeah yeah no like like uh, mm. wheels that turn and things like that. It's, they've gone digital, didn't they? Not analog. No, oh, I, I don't like I'm not. I'm, I'm not allowed by any means, but I, I've never liked that. I think some things, like when you saw the student pub, they say oh, they had a jukebox, a classic style jukebox. They tell they're flicking through the, the options. Yeah, yeah. They came back the next day, like, oh, no, it's now it's, a, now it's like a, just a LCD screen linked to Spotify. Like, well, that's, that's not fun, is it? That's not, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not the same. I've got that at home. I literally have that at home. I don't need it here. I want. <laughs> I want to flick through like a plastic clucky thing and just stare at CD covers. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But I'm 40 odd years old. <laughs> and yeah. I don't like modern life. Please, <laughs> please don't take this from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though, because like, like you said, I used to spend so many hours in a pub of an evening just playing these things, hmm. like a compulsion. And I've got no interest in doing these digital ones at all. As I say, because I haven't seen you play these for years now. So I'm... Um, mm. Yeah, it's like yeah. I think the, I think the tactile nature of it does have some sort of muscle memory. You know, I think also obviously you one of the people who can read them. Like you'd say, oh, it's not going to pay out soon, or you can you can tell you can tell when it's going to go one way or the other um, through just 
sheer experience, I imagine. But imagine those digital ones don't do that. No, I don't trust them. See, it's strange. Like obviously, the the, the only reason these things exist is that they're a swizz. Mm. But um, I don't. I look at the new ones and I go, I don't trust that to give me anything. Actually, but you can still tell sometimes because I. This is still my student days, but they had one of those digital game things. They had um, one of us who wanted to be a millionaire. That was still big at the time. Oh, yeah, like a quiz machine. Yeah, quiz machine. But obviously, they tried to fleece you as often as they could. So you had to get like up to you know, eight questions right to get to the point where you could have your know, five pound banked and stuff. But the lifelines, you had to win those as well. Right. So they give you like, start off with a question, like basically put these four things in order of whatever. And the faster you did it, the, the more lifelines you got. So, like, oh. three at the start. If you left it too long, you, you lost one, then you lost that one, you lost another one. And you could tell, but it just paid out because those got insulting sometimes. So I remember my friends were playing, right, let's play it. They said, like, get your lifelines. <laughs> okay, and this is in Cardiff, UK, uh, based on a UK TV show. They said, put these Asian cities, or East Asian cities, none of which I've ever heard of, in order of mostly skyscrapers. He goes, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Who in this pub has that sort of level of knowledge? <laughs> Who's counting the skyscrapers in random cities around the world? They go, oh, save that for a rainy day, shall I? <laughs> yeah, this is oh, Bastards. <laughs> Have you ever won any money? Like on a bet, gambling generally. Have you won anything ever? Um. I think I have won something, but we're talking like one pound into ten sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I can't mm-hmm. remember what that was. You know what? I think I don't think what it was. I think it was both called Coney Beach, the fairground. Those machines that you bet on the horse race. Yes, yes. Like eight little horses run along. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I, won, I had a bit of a hot streak on one of those ones. So I started off with 50 pence, left with like three pound 20, like, oof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daddy money bags walking around here, <laughs> flicking notes everywhere. Good winnings. Well, I won £500 a couple of times on a fruit machine. All right, nice. And it paid out in pounds. And oh, crazy. It was, uh, hear them, scale them. Uh, just pounds yeah. shooting out everywhere. And we had to get two pint glasses off the nearby table, like dead pints, yeah. and just fill up those with pound coins and then just keep holding them on because nobody else would come and get all my coins. <laughs> Bloody hell. That does sound like a place, especially if it's like you know, late at night and it's like, Slightly more rowdy pub, but this, this guy wanted carrying pints full of pound coins. Yes. It's it quite was, easy to lose those. Yeah. I'd pour it all in my pocket. Yeah. The job I was wearing a belt, there'd be absolutely no way I'd get my trousers up anyway. Just walking through town. Why you do that? Walking past like a homeless person. Spare change my card, sorry. Chink, chink, chink. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to be actively insulting to the poor guy. <laughs> Sounded like a medieval knight going down the street. Yeah. Or you just got a, like a big baggage from the pound side on it. <laughs> can't, can't, sorry, mate. <laughs> or a burlap sack which says swag. <laughs> Another thing I did was, um, I was in the pub and my friends went out for a fag. You were with us. Hmm. And I was playing the, the bandit. And I won not a huge amount. I think it was about 20 quid. I was all in pound coins. And then, like, so I went outside. It was already fucking steaming, of course. And <laughs> of course. I, I thought I'd do that thing where, like, uh, you jump in the air and click your ankles together okay. to celebrate, like, messing around. And I tried to do it, and I just, like, smashed onto the ground. And then all my, <laughs> the pounds that I just won just fell around me. 
<laughs> and uh, all my friends just looked at me and turned away. Like I was a, a shameful, shameful boy, which I was. Well, I've, I've done that to you before. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got to be done, listeners. Yeah, you won't learn otherwise. I mean, you never learn, so. No. I, I, this is my advice to the listeners. Uh, when it comes to gambling, don't learn. What are we going <laughs> to give this machine in? Um, I, I was, I didn't have any sort of prior score in mind because it was more like the the mystery, which I was intrigued by, as to why this sort of fruit machine became just like omnipresent in Cardiff so quickly and has since disappeared. But you've sort of explained it quite thoroughly. But your enthusiasm enthusiasm slash endorsement of the uh, the combined fruit machine slash denodial format uh, does make me think it's actually, you know, it's a, it hits a certain sweet spot with the prospective gambler. So um, I give it a four because I think that's an achievement and obviously it's succeeded. But obviously, you know, Gamble responsibly, so I try to give a full five endorsement. So I'll give it a four. Yeah, yes, I'll agree with that. Um, I'm going to say I miss these machines. Um, I wish they were still around and not those digital dogs. <laughs> uh, gamble responsibly. You're better off putting money on horses, listeners. <laughs> four and five for me. Gamble <laughs> deliberately and constantly. <laughs> Borrow money off your in-laws. <laughs> Remortgage the house. Remortgage their house. Ah, oh, yeah, there we are. That's the attitude, Dean, yeah. <laughs> Give me out your old bag. <laughs> no, only joking, of course. Yeah. You won't get their house unless they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listeners, thank you for coming back after that dreadful first section. Uh, my fault. <laughs> now then, Dean, good news. What's that, Simon? Give me the good news. I found another junk shop Chinese website. Hooray! Question mark. This one is called S-H-E-I-N. Okay, not familiar with it. Not familiar with it. This is new to me. I think you say it's Shine. Shine, like Liam Gallagher, like. <laughs> right. Here's the first item of many which I have found which are good and worth talking about in this podcast. Okay, good. That's probably the most important criteria. Yes, absolutely, yes. (laughs) We're not just searching for bargains and Chinese junk shops. (laughs) It's a podcast people are shopping. (laughs) (laughs) So, here it is, Dean. Okay. Uh, You can see now that it is... It's a, it's well, it's a it's a cuddly toy duck, isn't it? Yeah, with a sort of bear style hood on. It's got like a balaclava, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a balaclava. I thought, and it's clasped yeah. his hands together, and his head is tilted mm. a bit, and uh, it's a keychain on it. Right, so it's a small thing, small, vaguely cute. Okay, I I, mean, I can certainly see that being the thing. Mm. It's good. Mm. It's three pound sixty, which is a good price as well. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. The thing that's mostly interesting about it is that uh, the item it's called Cute an Ugly Plush Doll Tilts His Head to Kill the Little Duck. <laughs> yeah, that puts a different spin on things. Um, what's, what's that going to do then? Uh, and that's not a bad translation. The website's in English because it's the, yeah. the British version of it. Yeah, it's .co.uk, so... Yeah, yeah, it's like Amazon.co.uk. Yeah. So this is what this oh. item's called. Cute and ugly plush doll tilts his head to kill the little duck. Uh, okay. Um, I'm not seeing any other duck in the picture, unless <laughs> no. it's like 
this gallery, which is another duck, which it's like pursuing. No, all you get is this balaclava duck from different angles. On this one, it looks it looks quite cute, you've got to say, but apparently yeah. it's a killer, Dean. It's going to kill the little duck. But this is a little duck, so is it like some sort of meta comment? Um, mm, duck on duck crime. Yeah. I mean, we know ducks are violent creatures, but the best of times, by all accounts. Oh, but they're awful, aren't they? Yeah, but this one, this one seems more sweet than anything. Mm. Um, can I see what it says again? Yeah. Cute and ugly plush doll tilts his head to kill the little duck. No. You could say, given there's no other duck here, that its head's tilting in order to end its own life. Oh, I didn't but, think about that. He's <laughs> <laughs> put his balaclava on and he's killed himself. Yeah, but that that raises further questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's some sort of elaborate fuzzy sepicu <laughs> type setup. Why, why would it need to die, Dean? I don't know. I mean... You say it's a Chinese website, this is the British version. I know, like, you know, you go to Chinese shops in Chinatown, they have those ducks in the window, which are obviously for, for eating. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. they're not wearing balaclavas or anything. <laughs> it's not even, the, not even the skin. So so that's, that's a whole different, different thing. It, given the the head surrounding aspect and the chains attached to it hmm. and the title, it's got a sort of vague saw trap vibe about it. That's a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that's been put on this duck's head. It's got to solve a mystery or it's got to sort of break its own wing in order to get it off. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you think about the Saw films? How many of them have you seen? I haven't seen any. I just know of them because oh, they are okay. like, Saw present. I've seen a few like you know, highlight reels of like you know, best Saw kills. Okay. I mean, saw one is quite good. Yeah. Mm. Well, I've heard people say, you know, actually read them as mm. genuinely cinematic, cinematically worthy, which is fine. Yeah. Not my preferred genre, but I've no issue with that. But um, it would be better with the reboot instead of getting Chris Rock. They just had some ducks. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like oh, it's, if he's giving the voiceover, like a oh, jigsaw, just a, like a double duck type vibe. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. That was good, Donald Duck team. Add that to the list of impressions Dean can do. Yeah, I can't actually use the words. I just go. That's all he needs to do, Dean. That's all he yeah. ever did. Yeah, uh, dreadful character, Donald Duck. Should have bloody snapped his little neck. Right, <laughs> moving on. Okay. Do you want to have a look at some reviews for it? Uh, yes, please. Yes, please. I'd like to know what this little duck did to deserve to fit. It's got um, nine reviews, Dean. Oh. Um, all of them five stars, so it's a well-liked product. Okay, so it's, uh, people like this duck. They do. Or do they want it to die? <laughs> so they, they hate the duck. And they, this, this, this tool, this toy... Give some catharsis about that. Uh, interestingly, uh, one of the things that's stated on all of these reviews is the colour of the duck. They all say it's yellow, which is good to know. Yeah. That, that's another thing. In cartoons and stuff like this, ducks are like default yellow, but uh, you don't see yellow ducks much in real life at all, do you? Don't you? I think ducklings are yellow, aren't they? What you, what you see a lot hmm. is a white duck, and that's American duck. Oh, maybe it's one of those Hollywood things, like the frogs mm. and go ribbits, which just like <laughs> they're having one single swamp outside Hollywood studios, and that's why they, right? they're global now. Yeah. So, uh, what would you say a frog says? Croaks, and maybe if it makes oh, any croaks, they say yeah. croak. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole ribbit thing is like uh, very much a a product of uh, the location of studios at the time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in yeah. Welsh, uh, a pig doesn't say oink; it says soch. 
Sorg, sorg. Okay. Only three people have deigned to write the review, Dean. Yeah. Um, the rest were traumatised? I think so. I think yeah. so. Either that or they aren't allowed to use the keyboards because they're too stupid. <laughs> I guess it's, the product itself seems okay. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure about the hat, but it's just a small duck toy on a chain. It's the, the way it's been presented, which really adds <laughs> disturbing mystery to it, doesn't it? I think the, the balaclava itself. Why, why, why is the duck wearing a hat, Dean? Why is he wearing a balaclava? I don't know. It, because I'm trying to look closely at it, but it's kind of hard because obviously the pictures are what they are. But yeah, apparently it's... there's more pictures, but I don't know how you get to them. Like we're on two of six. Oh, hang on, we've got one. For, we've got a re- rear view shot here now. Look, oh. can you see uh, that? Yep, yeah, just standard duck, duck ass, I suppose. Because uh, it looks like it might be one of those things where they had a load of duck toys and a little, some sort of leftover bear hats from a different thing. Yes. Uh, we just be, put them be. together and... and say it's a murderer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a sort of cursed object. <laughs> it's, it's out to kill. <laughs> also, it looks like some sort of felty astronaut vibes from certain angles. It's sort of like a you know, little cute duck pretending to be a spaceman thing. But it's got ears on it, so it must be a bear head. Hat. Bear head hat. Hat. Uh, do you think that's enough to talk about this bollocks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm none the wiser, honestly. We've speculated wildly, and I'm still not quite sure why it's. Why it's this, ba- this balaclava thing, I want to go back to it, right? This balaclava thing. Okay. I think that's what makes it a murderer. Oh, it's a disguise, I think. Yeah, I think, I think but murderers just wear balaclavas. It's not like an IRA balaclava, listen. It? It's with like the hole for the mouth and two eye holes. It's one of those full head balaclavas, like yeah. um, like our friend Russ Abbott used to wear on one of his characters. Yes, was that Basil and Bond? Was that Basil and Bond? Exactly, yeah. Dean. Yeah, <laughs> become the go-to Russ Abbott expert <laughs> podcast world right now. That's a strange fate I ended up having. But um... how many ducks has Russ Abbott killed? <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess 12. 12. Do you think he was a yeah. shooter? Can he, like, hunt a duck, do you think? Oh, no, I think um, bare hands and teeth. <laughs> I think he, um, he's a big man. I think he waded. Yeah. yeah. He dives into the river and grabs him with his hands, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's got to go to a party with, you know, with, a, with a happy atmosphere to, 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 to refresh and to reset himself for his next okay. spree. Go on, then, Dean. Tell me your score. Um... I'll give it a tentative three because overall the product itself seems fine. Can we find fault with that? It seems, it seems like it's more the way it's been presented, which is uh, causing issues. And I, I can't hold the deck responsible. So, um, so I'm going to give it a three. Seems like a cheap little thing, but not necessarily a bad thing. We've... It's cheap, isn't it? It's £3.60, Dean. Yeah, yeah. Could pay, pay more for less, I'm sure. Well, I said you'd get 10 of them, Dean, for um, £36. Yep, so maths works. Yeah. Go on, then. <laughs> hey, I will. Only <laughs> you stop me. Good day to get ten murderous ducks. I'll probably spot, I'll put like, this business account as well. You can pay for it as well. Hey, now then, I'm going to give it three as well. Um, right. As an opening salvo for the next few weeks' worth of Shein uh, <laughs> items, maybe I should have picked something a bit better. Let's find out next week, listeners, as we return to this website for more absolute fucking rubbish. <laughs> 
Okay, so final section of the show. Random Wikipedia article. It is, listeners. I have the con. I have the Wikipedia in front of me, and I'm going to click random article in three, two, one. Oh, portrait of Francois Buron, another oil painting. Last time we did one of these with the Sarah Breeze, I believe. The um, one of all the fruit and the dead dead fruit and flies. Oh yeah, and the yes. lizard. Yes, that was a good one. Yes. So let's hope uh, we get some more gold from the world of art. Uh, portrait of Francois Buron is an oil on canvas painting executed in 1769 by the French artist Jacques-Louis David. Dates was paid of training on his earliest known works. Not bad for a start, for, for beginners. Good, good, good yeah. goal for a first goal, yeah. Well done. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. Some of my kids started the house. <laughs> it's shit. <laughs> in comparison. Um, also, just objectively. Uh, it shows his uncle, Francois Biron, remained with his descendants until the death of his final descendant, a Baudry, 1903. Good run for family. Yeah. Uh, sold at the Red sale on 22nd of June, 1905, for 6,000 francs. Don't know much they're worth, but it sounds like a lot. 1905, it's got to be a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then passed to Durant at the Victor Gay sale on 23rd of April, 1909, for 1,500 francs. Massive loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, you know, I bet someone put coffee on it. They just they use it as, like a, as a coaster. And they just use a ring on his head now. That's... It sounds a bit like the NFT of its time, Dean. Like, went for a shitload <laughs> oh and God. then everybody realised it was crap. Portraits of the NFTs of their day. <laughs> just they're very, very fungible. <laughs> I'll read the, the next sentence, sentence yeah. Um We sold anonymously 15 December 1937. Later formed part of the collections of Robert Lebel and Madame Gass. Madame Gass. Madame Gass, yes. That's one of the lesser-known Spider-Man villains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was sold to the Wildenstein Gallery and then to its present private owner in New York in 1985. So that's all we get about the painting. Uh, there's also a list of his other paintings. And references. So the article itself is quite short. Quite short. Uh, it's a stub. It does say that. It's a stub. I think it means it's a uh, no, sub sub article. Mm. Do you want to look at some of the smallest books? I don't. I want to know okay. um, how much <laughs> 6,000 francs were in 1905. And then I want to know how many uh, 1,500 were in 1909 to see how much they lost. Right. Okay, so we're going to look up some currency conversions for over 100 years ago. Um, yes, please. You can do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Google can do it. I, I can't. Yes, <laughs> you can do it, Google. Google, 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 Google. <laughs> Don't we have a theme song for when I Google stuff? <laughs> we did have a theme song. Here it comes, <laughs> listeners. He starts with a D, and ends with a D, with a Google bit in two. It won't take long to find out who's wrong when Dean Burnett does the fact check Hey, I killed a good 30 seconds. Yes, here we are. Padding, padding, padding. <laughs> Frank's. He's uh, typing in now. In 1906, wasn't it? 1906. Was he 1906 and then 1909? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, yes, between two dates. Right then. So, what we're doing now, we, we're in the old value of the francs, and then we're going to have to find and convert that into pounds as well. Six thousand. Six thousand French francs. Uh, Why hasn't got French francs? There is French franc. Yep. No, no, you wrote. It's the next one up. Old French franc. 
That's it. Old French Frank. There we go. Old French Frank. I used to work with a guy called that. <laughs> uh, From 1901, it's got to be, isn't it? Um, Great Britain. Don't notice. <laughs> 1688, yeah. Let's <laughs> whack that in. Okay. No. Oh, no. It's got to no. be some French no. francs. Right, then. What's happening now, listeners, is me and Dean are <laughs> trying to navigate this wacky website. It looks like it was made 30 years ago. <laughs> right. We're uh, going to get there. Start date. 1906. 1906. Just to be sure now, Dean, it was 1906 and then 1909, was it? Let's go back to the original article. Yeah, they were 1909. All right, then. I believe you. 1906? No, 1905. 1905. Oh. Okay. Well, that changed everything, listeners. Ended <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all that out, listeners. <laughs> Forget what we just said. Erase it from your minds. Um, okay. okay. So, compute actual value. Yeah, let's try that. See what happens. Uh, and it says it is. Oh, wait, probably the end date has got to be today's date to discover oh, the euros. okay, sorry, right. Oh, you could yeah. do it in pounds. Uh, let's do it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in pounds as in, like, what did you think I meant by that? I don't know. <laughs> do it in pounds now, you maniac. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, you could do it in pounds, or I'll just do it now. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, uh, this is all numbers and words. I don't know. Come on, do you get the numbers out? <laughs> and this is dependent on us. <laughs> you know, we're good at investigative journalism. This is your weak spot. Right. Stop screen sharing. I'm taking over. Yeah, please do. Right. <laughs> screen share. Right. Uh, right. I found a website listening, but it's all in French. So we're going to have to. Come on, Dean, you've done GCSE French. I did. Explain all this to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, unless it's about swimming pool, i got nothing for you at the point, mate. la toilet. Je suis un shitty pant. Pool was PC. Now you would like to PC in the toilet, yes. <laughs> right, 6,000 francs in 1909. 1905, rather. Five, yeah. Come on, you give me grief for that. All francs to you, Rose. Yeah. Calculate. Nothing's happening. Uh, Maybe well, the French don't want you to know how things go. I said uh, anyway, December. We haven't had a December this year yet. Jesus Christ. He's right. He's right. France, Franks. There we go. Frank. In the year 1905. In the currency of UK pound in the year 2023. Get my answer by clicking here. No date that exists when the chosen years. <laughs> Oh man, it says to do something said 2015. To go 2015, just in case. Where? Bullshit. Right, abort listeners, it's not fucking working. <laughs> yeah, another investigative journalism fail from Simon and Dean. Fuck me. It's our, it's our oh no, I've clicked on another website and it's taken me back to the one Dean was on earlier on. Ah, God. <laughs> right, I'm just going to do it once. I'm going to do it once because I'm compelled to complete this now. Right, old Franks. Start year, 1905, end date, 2024. Uh, right, I'm going to get this now, Dean. Yep, sure you are. Getting that. Uh, okay then, Dean. So apparently uh, 6,000 French francs in 1905 is the equivalent of 18 million francs <laughs> now. 
Okay. So yeah, all right, that's fair enough. We'll go with that. Right. <laughs> good, good that's, <laughs> that's a hell of a lot of money in anyone's book. Yeah. So um do we just go to go back to screen sharing? Oh yes. Uh who's got the controls? You Dean, that was a tremendous day to your listeners. Some of that has been edited out for you, but be rest assured it took about forty minutes for me indeed to work that out. Oh fuck now, we talked about this painting, I forgot about yeah. that. All right, carry on, Dean. Tell me something else. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've told you everything what the article says. It's a basically oh, a picture of some guy's again. uncle. Um, read it again, Dean. <laughs> I'm not hey. reading it again. Just can't it back in. No, happen. no, I'm not doing that. I need to get it fresh. Hey, what about this? But his uncle, right? The first time you right. you read it, I thought he painted his uncle, and then the uncle loved it so much he came to live with them until he died. But that's not what it says. <laughs> no, it, say it says the painting remained with them, didn't it? Yes, painting yeah. remained with them. Unless it was some sort of like you know Dorian Gray type thing, where his uncle couldn't die while the painting was in their house. I've got a painting upstairs of me, Dean, and the painting is getting younger, and I look like shit. <laughs> what the fuck that happened? I think it's mold. <laughs> mold does that on me, and the painting is looking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. actually, it could be a mold beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was covering up my face, and of course, it's going to look better. Yeah. <laughs> Should we have a look at some of his other paintings, Dean? Go on then. Scroll down. There was one I quite looked the name of earlier on. Not that one. Go down further on oh, his. So it's got a picture there, the first one. That's the first painting he ever did. It's a belter. Yeah. It's got his uncle. He's looking cheeky, like he's looking over. He's like, stop painting me, will you, you little bastard? <laughs> and then the next one is uh, yeah. Madame Francoise Bouron. She's going, oh, God, stop painting <laughs> yeah. me, you fucking asshole. I'm trying to read a book. Yeah, it does look like he's got a camera and he's going, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Oh, for God's sake. Whereas just something like that for a good 12 hours because yeah. these things aren't, <laughs> aren't quick sketches. This is an elaborate uh, thing. Another portrait of, uh, of his Pons wife. Yeah, yeah. That, that one she said, like, oh, I can't have that last one. Delete it. <laughs> it's a too bad right. one. Yeah, too bad one. Yeah. Some filters on this. <laughs> yeah, let me do my eyebrows. Quite sick. <laughs> then your eyebrows are on full display the next one. Yep. Uh, After that, oh, oh he stopped painting oh, his wife now. It's a sudden segue, isn't it? Minerva uh, fighting Mars. <laughs> I think I've done three three portraits of my uncle and auntie, two of my auntie. Such a cow about it. I'll never do that again. I'm going to paint <laughs> gods and have been actual gods battling. Spent two years perfecting those eyebrows and that cow. Yeah, yeah. We never fight your Mars, Jupiter and Auntie and Yeah, uh, she's laying down. Oof, Diana and Apollo killing Niobe's children. Oh working through something there. I think yeah, yeah. it's a very busy painting now. And is he's yeah. knocking them out, man? He's doing two a year yeah. at this point. Yeah. Which is like these are elaborate jobs back in the seventeen hundreds. Yeah, a lot of work. Is he telling a story here of the death of Seneca? I think so. He's yeah. definitely getting better. And he's not these are all within years of each other and he's and they're getting larger as well. Yeah. Uh, um yeah. he's quite good, isn't he? Next one. Yeah. Oh, look oh. at Hector there, dude. That's a brilliant painting. Yeah, uh, has he got his bits out or is he they covered? Yes, no, he's he's lying on his back, his head is below his legs, and his um Oh, thank you for zooming in, dude. Uh, is, no, uh, the blanket's covering his uh, Oh, it's his blanket, is it? I just thought he had a yeah. really funny-looking penis and balls. Yes, I was thinking, because obviously I'm very uh, hypersensitive to misshapen balls. <laughs> yeah. uh, better check that that's something I shouldn't be looking out for. Do you think, uh, well, it could be, it could be that Hector's looked at his misshapen cock and balls and he's fainted. <laughs> you cannot do a painting of those. <laughs> I'm not... Uh, I, I gotta say, this is a really long list. Look, it's a good list, dude. 
he goes back to portraits eventually. Uh, Madame Louis Trudon. His style has changed by here as well. So this yeah. is 20 years later. It's definitely change of style. Mm. Is a nice, lovely f- hat and a woman here? Antoinette <laughs> Gabrielle Charpentier Danton. She's got a hat longer than her head. She yep. looks furious about it. It's pushing yeah, yeah. her head down into her guts. Yeah, it's actually like she's a chef, but resentfully doesn't want to be a chef. Hey, go down the next from the death of Marat. I think right. I've seen that on an album cover, Dean. Uh, click on yes. that for me. Yes, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, have a nice life, death consciousness. That's there a good go. record. That is. I recommend that to the listeners. Okay. Here we are. I didn't okay. never knew that. That's in, okay. Here we are. I've learned something new here now. Yeah. Oh, it's actually unity, isn't that? Spirally. Um, yeah. Gosh, it's very popular. It's in um, Assassin's Creed, REM, R.E.M. reference song. Yeah. I'm guessing this must be his most famous painting because I'm. It's got to be, isn't it? He did a lot. They can't all have this much impact, can they? No. Well, I tell you what, Dean. Oh, hell of an article. Yeah. It was well worth us dedicating most of the time we would spend on this to looking up the historic <laughs> value of the French franc. <laughs> and finished portrait of General Bonaparte. Oh, yeah. Didn't uh, I wonder why he didn't finish it. He just got bored. <laughs> uh, the one above that one looks like a picture of someone taking a dump deal. Uh, oh, no, it's not. Psyche, Psyche abandoned. abandoned. She could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. would explain it. Uh, yeah. Oh, Napoleon. Oh, that's the famous one of Napoleon, there, isn't it? Yeah. And that's the one I've always seen all the time, forever as well. Good lord. Well, I don't. I, I've obviously been familiar with this guy's work, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you his name before this yeah. uh, Dr. E. David. podcast recording. Never knew you, but we didn't know your work. So ah, ah, there we are then. No, oh, great, great, great. Another episode. Put this one on the fucking list. Best episodes of all time. Yep. Another art chat. What are you going to give this article, Simon? I'm going to give it Madame Gas at a 12. I'm going to give it four, five stars, Dean. I'm going to give it five, full five stars. I'm going to cut to her because it's a stub of a better article. So, uh, Yeah, well, the better uh, article was that one with all the pictures of his paintings, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, so I'll give it uh, I'll give it four. And let's never, ever speak of this again. <laughs>